ladies and gentlemen, please welcome yeah. Bill Tech Smith and Steve Metz. Bill Tech Smith and Steve Metz are now sounds. entering the Megacars, the Megacars. <laughs> And I'm about to throw in the towel. Steve, I'm worried that you're going to have a sore back by the end of this. This is not good for my posture. It's not. We... All right, we did the right thing, Mega Family. We went through the proper channels. We just scrapped it. We, we sent it to engineering and said, hey, guys, my microphone's not working in the Mega Studios. Uh, it's got a weird staticky thing. Can you fix it? And I would like to present to you what the, I'm currently once again using the wrong microphone. I have to hunch over like the hunchback of Notre Dame. It's so weird because forever I was jealous that you had the main mic. Yeah. Now, but now it looks like I'm the smart guy. Yeah. Mic three is never an issue. Mm. Mic two is what I'm on right now. And I mean, I'll take a picture of it just so that people could see. You want me to take it so they can see how you have to bend over? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird porn shoot. Here, bend over. All right, make sure you show your panties. <laughs> and this is how I have to do it, is bent over, bad posture, because the mic, the stand is loose, and then mic one, the one that you think I should use, okay, I'm going to turn this one off, and here's the microphone that I'm supposed to be using, Ted. All right, while you're talking, I will give people a, an example of what a real mic sounds like. And now here, it, it, it sounds okay. See, it sounds okay, but it's got zero power. Like, yeah, you I'm got that all the way up? Yeah. So, uh, to give people an idea, right? Like, there's these, uh, we call them uh, pods, right? But yeah. there's, like, these little levers that you could press up, right? So, I'm guessing mine's probably halfway up. You're at, yeah, you, you're about uh, 60% on this thing. All right. Right. So that's about normal. Right. So, having it jacked up all the way to the top never happens? Never. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. That, that just worked. It cl- clearly, they did not fix this. It works now. Is that mic one? Yeah, it's mic one now. Oh, it sounds pretty good. It sounds great. Yeah. All right, now I guess I'm back on it. Oh, and I shouldn't have touched and it. And you're gone. <laughs> it was nice. So, folks, uh, Steve's still here, but... Hello. Oh. Hello. 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 Is it me you're looking for? It's like a Kanye song. Were you breaking into uh, Lionel Richie? What's it? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it. Uh, hello. Is, Is it, it me you're looking for? Is it something in your eyes? Is it something else? Right, well, we'll grab that microphone again. This is Ted. Ted. <laughs> Can I tell a quick story about Lionel Richie? Yes, please. <laughs> One time when I was like in sixth grade, my buddy Nick was over, uh-huh. and he had this girl that he liked, right? There's no cell phone, so he's going to call her house phone, and we've convinced him that when the phone picks up, he should just say, hello, <laughs> is it me you're looking for? Uh-huh. So he does like a, like a whole little verse of it, and I think it ends with like, I love you or something. Right. And then the other end of the line is like, this is Jenny's mom. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do you want to talk to my daughter? Right. Yes. I'm sorry. Oh, that ruined his sixth grade relationship. Oh, I bet. Mom's I, like shutting it down. I don't think they ever stayed together, Steve. Shocking. Right? Most people stick together with the person that they're uh, 
hanging out with back in those days. Sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ted, it's good to see you. It's not good to see the studio. Um, might as well just get right into it. Let's get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain <laughs> functioning, Steve. Oh, unlike the microphones. That's right. But we continue with Metallica. Let's go back to the Injustice for All record. So wait a minute. This is Metallica month or till the record comes Until out? Till the record comes out in November. <laughs> All right. I was, like, I was like, are we still doing Metallica? Yes. Let's get 10. Love this record. Which one's this? And Justice for All, a song called The Shortest Straw, which is what I drew when it came to microphones. <laughs> Ted Talks, starring the Text Mate. Uh, if this Ted talks about making lemonade out of lemons, Ted, I'm not dealing with it. It's not. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, I talked about, uh, did I just lose me? I just lowered my headphone volume. Does that control you? I don't know. It's, yeah, it does. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? Why does your head volume affect me? Son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, I won't touch it. I am done touching this <laughs> and bored. <laughs> so, a couple of weeks, I sat here. Yeah, Ted. <laughs> Let's see. All right, all right. I controlled mine a little bit on that one. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching anything ever again. <laughs> uh, so I talked about taking chances. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, and then the week after that, I said, hey, you took the chance. Maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't work. Today, kind of along the same lines, but it's a taking opportunities. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say opportunities as opposed to chances, what I'm talking about is maybe, maybe an engagement, maybe uh, you know, a, a dinner with somebody. But somebody outside of your realm, you know, somebody maybe you know through the business world or through a different way, I don't know, you know, you meet di- all these different types of people. Right. And there's sometimes it's like, do I want to do that? But if somebody gives you an opportunity and says, hey, come check this out, go check it out, you know, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. Mm-hmm. But you got to, you know, you got to take those opportunities when they come along, you know. Can you uh, maybe uh, tell my wife that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'm kidding, kinda. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what it is. We always have this struggle, and it happens all the time. She doesn't like doing anything, and in the yeah. sense of she likes hanging out at home. And I'm I'm a homebody too. Like 90% of the time, I love staying at home. Love just chilling on the couch with the pup. But every once in a while, I do like going out. And I, yeah. I do like going out with my wife. Like, yeah, concerts, whatever it may be. But more often than not. This is how our conversation will go. Hey, babe, we got tickets for this show. Would you like to go? Oh, you know, I was really looking forward to just, you know, I'm like, that's fine. If you don't want to go, why don't you take Ted? Okay, I'll ask Ted. Hey, Ted, you want to go? Yeah, Steve, I'd love to go. All right, babe, I'll see you later. And then I'm out, and then it's like one in the morning. Are you coming home anytime? Maybe, I don't know. I'm hanging out with Ted. Because you didn't want to hang out with me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I have a trip this weekend, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's not the usual people I hang out with. They were like, hey, you want to go? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting, well, and it, I mean, when I say take opportunities, too, I'm going on an awesome trip this weekend. I'm gonna yeah, go you're see, going to Utah. You're going to see the dogs play. Right. You're getting on, a, a, like, a private flight 
It's not a private flight. It's private enough. Well, it's, it's at 5.55. In the morning? Yes. Ooh. So instinctually, I want to be like, dude, I should change that flight. Like, I'm not going to make that. And then uh-huh. I was like, wait a minute. Stay home Friday night. Like, yeah. get, make the flight. Go down to the game. You don't want to be the guy that just completely missed out on all that. Like, No. Could you imagine if you missed that flight after everything that these people have done for you? Oh, it'd be brutal. That'd be embarrassing. <laughs> Super embarrassing. Gosh. I'm just on the I'm on the line. Like I was like, maybe I'll just stay up. Then I'm like, no, I gotta no. lay down for a couple hours. You can't be the tired guy that's like recovering from a night out when like this crew is like taking you out, showing you a good time, and Ted shows up dead to the world. Well, I think if I had stayed up, I'd be really fun during the pregame. The game kicks off at twelve thirty. By like end of the first quarter, like dude, we brought this guy down here and he's sleeping. Where is he? He's asleep in the stall. Third one in. Third one in. <laughs> Just look for the red shoes. I don't know why you're wearing red shoes, but you are in my story. I like it. No, a lot of times, like, I'll finally I'll convince my wife, let's go. Just go. Trust me. We'll have fun. And she's like, fine. And then she goes, she's like, I'm really glad you drug me out. I'm like, see? Remember that. Because it's the same thing. Yeah. Do things that aren't necessarily in the norm because you just don't know. It could be a lot of fun, and if it sucks, oh, well, chalk it up to just being a crap night. You go home, you eat some ice cream, everything's good with the world. Dude, even something simple is like going to that haunted forest at uh, Maris Farms. Yeah. Like a few years ago, I did not want to go. I was sitting there with my girl at the time. It was a rainy Saturday, and we were like, let's just bag it. Mm-hmm. And Cobb was like, I'm coming over. I'm picking you up. Like We're going down there. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And then we went, and it was freaking awesome. Had a blast. Oh. Best time. Had, had that happen recently. My wife, she has a, a few friends and they like from high school, some reconnecting. And like, hey, let's go and go out for dinner, couples night kind of a thing. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And I'm not really looking forward to it. I ain't going to lie. Like, because I don't know anybody. And yeah. it's just, I don't know. I just don't know how it's going to go. I don't know why I just assume everybody's going to be jerks, but I just assume that they're going to be. So when I went into it, I'm like, this is not going to be fun. It's two other couples. They know each other. It's just going to be awkward. Couldn't have been more the opposite. Had a time in oh, really? my life. Had a blast to the point where I even was like, yeah, let's, because they're having like a game night. And my wife brought that up before we were going to go out with them. Like, hey, in a few weeks, they have a game night. Do you have that night free? And I'm like, yeah, I kind of do. Unless I can find something to do with Ted. Um, but then by the end of the night, I'm like, game night. Yeah. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. RSVPing on Facebook right now. That's so funny. As a single guy, I always say that's the one. Well, you know, minus Lonely Sunday Night, Steve. Mm, yeah. But seriously, I was like, there's no game nights in the single world. No. You know? And I'm not going to be a nerd that plays goddamn games in a bar. <laughs> Sorry. No, Ted. Tell me how you really feel. Well, all right. Maybe I should have Ted handle this microphone issue because I like the authority in your voice. Right? <laughs> not going to be a nerd playing goddamn games in the bar. It just, look, I was sitting at a bar a couple weeks ago. And in between me and the Sounders game that's on mm-hmm. are these guys playing cards, right? And I get it. They're, they they want to get out and be social, I guess. But the one guy keeps like... <laughs> Honestly, Ted, it doesn't sound like you get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. They want to be with each other. Well, one guy kept barking out orders, and I just wanted to be like, shut up, nerd. Like, the other guys know what they're doing. Like, leave them alone. <laughs> Now, granted, I don't know. You are quickly becoming ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. I, I, they've turned like, me on ogre. It's isn't on me. It's on those goddamn nerds. That's what ogre said too. Yeah, but you know what happens? Yeah. Eventually, ogre becomes the nerd. Yeah. Well, it'll probably happen at G two. <laughs> Get tickets to G the letter E two dot live. Actually, you know what? It has happened. I watched 15 minutes of goddamn drone racing last night. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. And let me tell you something. 
It's very weird. <laughs> I thought I watched video of it too when we had that meeting, and it was awesome. But it is different. Like I like the view if I can see it from the drone. Is that flying? Yeah. But just watching four guys in a headset <laughs> is strange. Yeah, I think the appeal is more about being a part of the race as opposed to watching the race. Well, and I think like I think if you were in the arena and you could see those things buzz by. Yeah. But like, yeah, like one dude, he crashed, and I was like, yeah, nerd, crash, suck it, nerd, suck it, what are you going to do, put a band-aid on it, nerd, God, ogre, you are ogre, man, we're in the alpha betas, and you're definitely ogre. You know when it started, Steve? All right, I'll tell you. You tell me, Ted. Last year, I rented a cabin, Uh my mom was in town over in Leavenworth, some friends came by, but one night, uh, Thanksgiving night, it was just me and my mom, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So we have dinner, she goes to bed early, and I sat up, and you know what was on? Revenge of the Nerds! Ah, yes! And I saw those Alpha Betas standing up there screaming nerds, and it just, it stuck with me. (laughs) But the other thing is, it's not like I look like an Alpha Beta at all. You don't look like a nerd, though. Well, that's for sure. That's right. Hey, you know who's not a nerd? It's our man, the dude that we idolize, and that's Gronk. Oh, Kronk is not a nerd. Kronk is like the epitome of not being a nerd. I bet he gets down with nerds, though. Uh, he gets down with whoever he wants to get down with. Yeah. Everybody is blessed to be in Kronk's presence, including anyone who goes into a lift car. Have you seen that video? I haven't. Oh, I got some audio from it. Is it real, it. though? You know, I question how real any of those are. Like, DJ Khaled was on one of them, and every, that guy, thankfully... Uh, I would have questioned how real it is, but everybody went in the cab. It's just like, oh, you're DJ Khaled. He's like, no, I'm Bill. And like, yeah, you're DJ Khaled. Come right. on. If you didn't know who these people were, that's one thing. Right. And like the Jerry Rice one, I get because he's been, he's not in the limelight all the time. Sure. But like with Gronk, it's Gronk like. In Massachusetts. Yeah, right. come on. And he has like a wig and glasses on, but still. It looks like Gronk. So anyways, regardless, it's still an awesome piece of audio. Here's Gronk being a Lyft driver. Let me know when you want me to pause it. Though. All right. Ha, I just farted. <laughs> it's already, I'm sold. Jesus. Freaking Gronk, man. It does even smell. Oh, that would have been dangerous. Hi, how are you? Hey, what's up? Are you a sports fan, at least? I mean, you No, know. figure skating is as far as I go. Oh, figure skating. <laughs> I, like, need to go to the Patriots game. Like, I never miss one. You know, that Tom guy, he does throw it to Gronk, and the way he spikes the football mm-hmm. is just so cool to me. The Gronk. You ever hear people say that? All right, stop it. Plus, the other problem is Gronk's not from the Boston area. It's a terrible Boston that, accent. That accent is, is wicked bad. So bad. And for those that don't know what's going on, it, uh, Lyft is doing these commercials where they get different celebrities to put on some kind of ridiculous costume to hide who they are, and then they give rides to random people try and prod him to talk about that celebrity, and then at the end, the big reveal is, hey, I'm actually that guy, and I drove you around. The Grok. The one guy I want to meet is Tom Brady. Yeah, but he's married, so he's like off limits, you know. I mean, I'm not trying to get with him. <laughs> I mean, I just want to meet him. <laughs> what do you think about his new haircut? He looks like he's like 20. I want to know what he puts on his skin. What is oh, it? Oh, man, I swear. He probably puts his lotion on all the time <laughs> after he showers. Grok's totally going to nail this girl. And it sounds like Gronk watches Tom when he gets out of the shower. <laughs> I should have went there. No. What, you can't stop thinking about him putting lotion on his yeah. body? And- <laughs> oh, I've always had a man crush on him. What if you... <laughs> You're right, he does. 
dude. Like, I'm just picturing Gronk, like, a few stalls down, sitting there with, like, one of the defensive guys, just being like, yeah, look at Tom put that lotion on. What kind of lotion do you think it is? <laughs> hey, Brady! Actually, it's Gronk. You're right. He'd yell at him. Hey, Rob Gronkowski. I have met him. You have? Yeah, he's a great guy. Where? Oh. A bar downtown called Society on High. You did not meet him at Society on High. What if you met the players? Would you yell? <laughs> I like how he's like, I've never been there. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> that's the wrong reaction for the... You did not meet him there. Ted was not there. <laughs> right. If you're trying to act like not you're not that person, you probably shouldn't speak with such authority that he's never been somewhere like that. Right? But, uh, what if you met him? Would you yell it? Maybe if I met him. I think you're about to yell it then. Because you just met Rob Gronkowski. Wait, really? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> I like that Gronko's what's up. He's such a crap show, man. I love that guy. I do love that dude. <laughs> no, Gronk. Yeah. You went through with it. Dude, I was not at Society on High. What's up? He gets uh, pissed about being called out for being at that place. What's up with that place that he's so anti-society on high? I don't know. The Gronk. I'm going to say uh, X works there. Who knows? Gronk's probably had his uh, little Gronk all over that city. <laughs> and shouldn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, he's doing what nerds can't do. Yeah. I don't know why you got to keep coming back to the nerds, Steve. Because <laughs> I see that glimmer in your eye when I say it. You get so excited, you're like, another chance to crap on the nerds. Not this time. All right. Hey, when we get back, Ted's about to do something pretty awesome, but he's terrified about it. And nerdy. Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to help him out. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Cash. We'll be back. You are not alone. You have Ted, Steve, and me. Grace, the mother robot. The mega cast will be back. But maybe I'm not alone. Maybe if you take my hand and I reach up to God, maybe this time he'll say a prayer for the Now, through Halloween, the scariest thing on TV. I'm Hillary Clinton, and I approve this message. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Night and day of the political ads. We are stronger together. Make America great again. You can't escape them. Work to improve the economy. Our jobs are fleeing the country. They're everywhere. To earn your vote. Just try and change the channel, and there's more. Companies will come. Night and day of the political ads. And coming soon, Texas Voting Booth Massacre and Voter Fraud of the Living Dead. (laughs) (laughs) These guys look like trouble to me. That gets me hot. I like bad boys. The mega cast is back. Opposite the track, like it's this is it. Good girl, bad guy, what a perfect match. And if we fool, you gon' wanna play baptized. Cause when you finish, you gon' feel like it was bad. Good sign. Don't you come in thinking goodbye. I'll down for it. You seem like trouble to me. I can tell by the way that you lean. And the way that you kiss your teeth. And you turn up so fast, you clean. Smells like trouble to me. 
right, Ted, we're back. Nice. And so, Ted's going to be going on a podcast. Yeah. And I'm a little worried about it, Steve. The best part, it's a wrestling podcast. Yeah. Our boys, we've had him on before, AJ Francis, now from no longer the Seahawks, no longer the Buccaneers, now... He's a Redskin. He's a Redskin. Team I grew up with. Right, which is and crazy. And he's a Terp. He's a Terp. He's from Maryland. He's got a sandwich named after him at some place that you told DP me. Doe. DP Doe. Yeah. And uh, I've been on their podcast before. It's called Jobbing Out. It's great. Like, a lot of people always ask, hey, Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Uh, yeah, hey, what, Steve. What's going Steve. on? Steve. Why don't you do a wrestling podcast? And I'm always like, I'm not... I'd rather people who are good at it do it. Like, I love wrestling. I love talking about wrestling. I just don't think I could do an hour-long podcast about wrestling because I think I would... That's a lot of wrestling talk. It's it's a lot of wrestling talk, and I'm just not that kind of a fan. Like, I'm I'm never, like, super critical of the product. So it would just be me basically giving a HJ to the WWE. (laughs) And I know that's not necessarily what wrestling fans want. A lot of wrestling fans typically want to complain about the product. Well, and also... There's a podcast out there, and I always tell anyone, hey, if you want to hear good talk about wrestling, listen to Jobbing Out. Those guys are awesome. They're funny. It's not just about the the the, the ner- overly nerdy wrestling stuff. They just, it's a lifestyle wrestling podcast. These three guys give each other a hard time. It's almost like a morning radio show. All right. And, and AJ's on it. Glenn Clark's on it. And Aaron Oster's on it. And they, they all do a great job. Uh, Glenn's big in, uh, like, he works for Pressbox. He's done a bunch of stuff on radio in Maryland. And Aaron writes for Rolling Stone. He does wrestling articles for Rolling Stone Magazine and the Baltimore Sun as well. So I've never read either of them. Yeah. You never even heard of them. <laughs> Those read. are pretty, pretty big publications. Nerds don't read. <laughs> Wait, nerds read. Nerds read a lot. Right. Alpha betas don't read. No. Yeah. Dude, I don't mic- know if that's helping me. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't read either. Yeah. Screw Jesus these people Christ. who read. Well, anyways, so I've been on before. I was on a couple of weeks ago, and I what they do is, in addition to talking about wrestling, they do their picks for whatever pay-per-view is coming up. So I was on when they were, uh, it was for the No Mercy pay-per-view. I ended up losing the bet, and they like to make fun bets on their uh, on their show. Ridiculous ones that are typically wrestling themed. Sometimes dressing like a certain wrestler, doing a move on one another, um, just random things. So the one time that I was on and I lost, I had to wear makeup like Alexa Bliss. And at the time, she was in her Harlequin phase of wearing makeup. So it, it was like half one color, half the other. And I did it. I did it on the morning show. Yeah. Alexa Bliss retweeted it, commented on it. It was awesome. Does BJ know about these guys? He or knows the- about AJ. Because right. we've had him on when I was in WrestleMania, AJ hung out during Radio Row and went on the air with us. My only worry is that my show has no idea. That I don't think anybody ever listens to even this podcast. Right. So if I lose this bet, I'm going to have to come into the studio. I don't know. Right. I cannot tell people enough. Like, I'm flattered. I think, you know, Glenn, I was like, thanks for asking me. And generally, I jump at these opportunities. Yeah. But I am nervous. So here's how it all went down. And it's funny because Ted hit me up yesterday. He's like, hey, man. They just hit me up about being on their podcast, and I was, as soon as I got settled in at my house, I was going to text you to let you know, because I literally heard that moment on their podcast like 20 minutes before you texted me, and this is how it all sounded. By the way, also, as always, uh, BJ and Miggs, KSW in Seattle. We need, oh a, God, we need a guest picker for next week, don't we? Yeah, we do. We should throw Ted Smith this bone out in Seattle. He worked with Miggs. Why don't we let Ted Smith do it? Okay. Sure. All right. Bring we'll make that Listen to this. Uh, the math sucks. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. 
So, all right. So, AJ went to Gonzaga High School, which I won't say this often is a very good high school. Uh-huh. But it's like Demathis' number one rival. Like to this day, when I see like purple stuff, I'm like, ah. Bring well, that. Listen to this. Uh, Demathis sucks. Continue. <laughs> So here's my big worry is Glenn goes, hey, can you come on? Sure. Yeah. You know, you just got to agree to do the bet. And in my head, I went, is this going to involve Damatha Gonzaga somehow? Listen to this. Uh, Damatha sucks. Continue. <laughs> I mean, I already have a speech prepared to what I'm going to say. And like, look, I can't turn on Damatha. It's my second family. <laughs> I wonder. I feel like you're going to be okay. I think that the bet is going to be wrestling related, I, right. which might not be... <laughs> You might regret it. Yeah, I also picture myself walking into work in a singlet. Or just dressed as a gold dust or something like that. Oh, gold dust be kind of... (laughs) (laughs) So, I figured during this break, we can quickly run through some of the matches, kind of strategize, get you at least prepped and ready to go. Because I know like you you hit me up, you're like, I need help with these picks. I've been out of the loop for like... That's why I said to Glenn, like, I do not know. I'm not the wrestling guy Steve is. Yeah, which is awesome. It, it doesn't matter. They're, they're going to carry that. Don't even worry about that. It's just about being you. All right. Uh, but I, I love how Ted's hitting me up. I'm like, Ted, you realize that I've done this and I've lost. Yeah, so no I don't kidding. Know, I don't know if I'm necessarily the best. If you want, maybe you take what I say and just do the opposite, and there's a very good chance that you're going to do okay. Yeah. Or will they make you pick first? Typically, I was going to say, just follow what AJ does, because typically AJ does really well in these bets. All right. He's, he's, Who am I betting against, Glenn, AJ, or them as a show? Uh, everybody does it together, so it's Glenn, AJ, Aaron, and yourself. Aaron, sorry, Aaron. Aaron is apparently equally as bad as I am, because he, he lost as well, although he hasn't followed through on his bet. You should give him a hard time about that. All right. Yeah, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> A-A-Ron? Yeah, Aaron. A-Ron. Uh-huh. <laughs> So whoever finishes in last is the person that has to do the bet. If there's a tie for last, both people have to do the bet. I don't know what happens if everybody ties. I think then it's just a wash. It also seems crazy to me. I just got to say it's it's WWE. Like, So somebody out there already knows how it's going to (laughs) end. What we need to do is get a hold of that person. Right. All right. So quickly going through some of these. uh, Roman Reigns versus Rusev. Steve, you need to set the tone. Okay. This is WWE Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Big pay-per-view this Sunday on the WWE Network, available for $9.99. All right, you say the matchups. I'll give you so far my pick. Okay, Reigns versus Rusev for the uh, WWE United States Championship. And it's a Hell in a Cell match. Yup, and you know what? The Roman Empire stays. Yes, good pick. I'm going with you. On is that he one. the current champ? He is. All right, nice, nice. Yeah, I don't, and, and he just recently became champ. I don't foresee them taking the belt off of him this quickly. So, I will say though, strategy-wise, like you know, non, like when you get into the geeky part of it all, it seems like a solid pick. But what about the fact that uh, 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 what's her name? She's so hot, man. Lana. Lana. Yeah. Like I feel like she helps Rusev stay stay popular. Yeah, for me at least. That's true. And put Roman, it to you this way: I follow her on Twitter. I do not follow Rusev. <laughs> I don't blame you. Right. Lana is one of the hottest, Ooh. hottest chicks. Mm. Yeah. So hot. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Kevin Owens is a champion. This is a Hell in a Cell match for the U- the Universal Championship. You know, I know Seth Rollins had a good night last week. Mm-hmm. He was pinning people. Yep. But come on. I have a Kevin Owens shirt. I'm yep. going with Kevin Owens. I think that's another solid pick. I think you're okay with that one. Plus, if I looked like any wrestler, I feel like Kevin Owens is the closest I could be. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is a good point. Right? You got the beard. You got the body. Yeah. He just got to shave his head. Yeah. All right. Uh, this is the big one. A lot of people are talking about it because this is a historic night. First time ever. Two women battling in a Hell in a Cell match. And this is for the Raw Women's Championship. Ooh, baby, I like it raw. And Ooh, Sasha baby, Banks like it raw. is the champ, and I like her. I know you do. And she's taking on Charlotte Flair. I mean, look, we've talked to Charlotte Flair. Oh, yeah, you're right. I like Charlotte, but let's be honest, man. Sasha Banks is 100% legit. That's right. She's a legit boss. Yeah. I think you're, I think you're safe on that one, too. I just don't see that belt changing hand. No, it's changed a little too much. I think they got to let uh, Sasha Banks hold it for a while. Charlotte's had it for a long period of time. I think it's time for her to have a good run. But I think that's. Uh, do you think there's going to be blood in that match? Because typically in a Hell in a Cell match. Charlotte will bleed. All right. Do you think it's. <laughs> is it. That's a terrible. I was about to do a terrible <laughs> special guest referee, Aunt Flo. Oh, God. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, we're going to move past this. We're All right, moving on. <laughs> you got the Cruiserweight Championship. TJ Perkins, who's the champion, taking on the Brian Kendrick. And he does call himself, just like you, the Brian Kendrick. Well, I got to go with the. Yeah. I'm the Ted Smith. You, He's the Brian Kendrick. Thank you. And for the record, I have no idea who Brian Kendrick is or what he looks like. <laughs> He's an, he Does actually, he spell it with two E's? Uh, I don't know. He'll get there one day. Yeah, when he, if he works hard enough at it. Keep at it, kid. He actually started with uh, Daniel Bryan. They both came up the ranks together. Oh, all right. Uh, good guy. He actually spent some time in Portland. So he's kind of, I, I think he's originally from Portland. He's a Northwest guy. So that's cool. But TJ's probably going to win. Oh, really? Wait a minute. TJ who? TJ Perkins. He's the new champ. He's like, they're. they're He's kind of becoming slowly the face of the uh, cruiserweight division. But he's not that jackass that was dating. Uh, uh, who's the blonde girl that's like been around forever? Kind of annoys everybody. Summer Rae. No, come oh. on. Summer Rae can be a bitch. She's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Natalia. Natalia. There's <laughs> no, that's, that. That's uh, that's uh, Tyson Kidd. Oh yeah. But his real name is TJ. Yeah. It, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I just I've seen her call him TJ on the show. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. I can't, that guy seems like a mimbo. He just seems like there's nothing going on up in his head. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. He just seems like he can put up with everything just because there's nothing going on upstairs. Oh, yeah. She runs that relationship. So, okay, we got uh, the New Day taking on Cesaro, and it's just, uh, it's going to be, well, we don't know which of the three, but it'll be two of the three taking on Cesaro and Sheamus, and that's for the WWE Tag Team Championship. The New Day, they're the champs. (sighs) My nephew loves Sheamus. Yeah. I actually like Sheamus. So that's only two people that like Sheamus. But I just don't see the New Day losing, right? No. no They're not so them. popular. They're too big. And the Cesaro-Sheamus combo, unless it, it evolves into something, right now it's it's just two guys that are have nothing else. They have, the WWE has nothing else for them to do, so they just paired them up. I do. I will say this. I've always liked Cesaro, and I hope he swings uh, Big E. Yeah. Because I like that. Yeah. But I, there's no way the New Day loses. No, I don't think... I, I, I would be shocked if the New Day loses. Uh, next up, another tag team match. You got Enzo and Big Cass taking on the club, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. I mean, here's the deal, Steve. Yes. We're both from the East Coast. Yes, we are. I've met 100 dudes like Enzo. Yep. I'll be happy when they lose this match. <laughs> <laughs> Bada boom, real estate in the room. <laughs> right? <laughs> and one more. We got another uh, female match. Uh, we got Bailey taking on Dana Brooke. Oh, damn. Bailey taking on Dana Brooke. I mean, it's got to be Bailey, right? I'm a hugger. She's a hugger. Yeah. 
It's got to be. You got to say that when you're on the podcast with them. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, if you listen to both of these, you'll probably hear me say the same joke. That's fine. This is a good practice space. All right, so we got, those are the matches right there, at least. Those are the ones that I know about. I, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, I, Bailey, I almost wrote down something, and then I was like, I don't know who will get that joke, or it'd be too weird. What was it? I wrote J after her name. I'll explain to you off the air. If you get that joke, Bailey J, you've been on way too many porn sites too. <laughs> um, speaking of wrestling, John Cena's in the news. Cena's always in the news. Uh, they, I guess he was at Phoenix Comic Con. He's doing the rounds with Daniel Bryan and the Bellas because they got that TV show called The Bellas, which I don't know. Have you watched that yet? No. Well, plus they're all together, right? Yeah. He's yeah. with one Bella and Daniel Bryan's with the other. Daniel Bryan's married to Brie Bella and they have a kid on the way. They're oh, married. I didn't know that. Yeah, they just announced it. Baby girl, I believe, on the way. That's very right. exciting. Uh, and then John Cena is dating Nikki Bella and she's signed a contract to be able to live in his home. So, you know what? We'll take a quick break. We've got some- you signed a contract to get to live with him? Yes. Oh. I've got some audio oh. of John Cena during the first episode. And granted, it's reality television. But it's going to change probably the way that you view John Cena. All right. Yeah, and not in a good way. I like Cena the wrestler. I have my views on him as a person. I don't think you're, then if that's how you preface it, I don't think your views are going to change. No. All right. When the Megacast gets back, we got some great audio of John Cena, A, doing something very funny, and B, doing something rather controlling. I don't want to cry it. I would rather... Yeah, I said it. The mega cast will be back. Goths! It's Halloween! Yeah, we know. For you, that's every day. Which is why this year you don't want to miss the House of Terror for Goths! With hundreds of rooms of sheer fright, this haunted house will leave any goth questioning their dark Victorian subculture. Start your journey beyond a room we call the Corporate World! Where nondescript people in plaid sit in cubicles and post kitty memes on Facebook. <coughs> then crawl through our chamber of cheer, where you'll be greeted with fresh baked cookies. <coughs> Luckily, you can escape into the candy path and run down the steps to the Rainbow Dungeon. Featuring sunlight, daffodils, dancing unicorns, and most terrifying of all, a Katy Perry song on loop. I've never been so scared. I was smothered in hugs and forced to wear a polo shirt. It's the House of Terror for Goths. So book now and get a discount if you show your Hot Topic card. Do you know what will look good on me? The Tex Smith, of course. Hubba hubba. Tickle me with that bit. The mega cast is back. Wow. Grace is all about the Ted Smith. 
That's it. You know, Steve, your boy's on fire right now. It's happening. The ladies love Ted. Even robots. That's right. They don't want to deal with nerds. No. The ladies want to be with the alpha betas. Yeah. It's like Westwood, man. Get down with the robots. Is this Paisley? Uh, Jason Aldean. All right. Well, that sounded like good guitar, so I know Brad Paisley like shreds on his. I couldn't tell you a country artist like if you played it. It's very rare. There's only a couple. Like Sam Hunt, I can I can recognize him because he kind of almost rocks. Sturgill. Yeah, that's a different. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. I'm talking about like the the pop country, like Sugar Shakers. I have no idea who the hell the Sugar Shakers are. No, just like that's like a big remember in that in uh, Dave Grohl's like the Foo Fighter movie. Oh yeah, like now in countries talk about your Sugar Shaker or something. <laughs> so Ted, do you want to start off with the funny John Cena or the creepy John Cena? Uh, I guess we should start with the funny, right? Let's okay. let's make them look good before we tear them down. All right, so him. Brie Bella, Nikki Bella, and Brian Danielson, or Daniel Bryan, they were over at uh, Phoenix Comic Con, and uh, they were doing a panel, and people were asking questions. Like, For the record, I also like to say, first segment, nerds. Second segment, we break down wrestling. Yes. <laughs> it is funny. Everything is relative. Even like, like sports fans, when it boils down to it, are nerds. Just the biggest nerds. nerds. Right, especially the fantasy football ones. Yeah. It's unbelievable how nerdy they are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the other thing, too, right? It's like, when you know, at Comic-Con and stuff, it's like, oh, man, can you believe these guys dressing up like characters? Like, you put a jersey on every day. You paint your face and dress up like a monster and then put a jersey on it, and you think that's appropriate. Yeah. I've talked about this before, but on Twitter, look up Full, full Kit Wankers. Full Kit Wankers? Yeah. And it's just a website or just a Twitter where people send this guy pictures of guys that go to the soccer matches dressed in the full, like a full uniform, a full kit, uh-huh. like with the socks and everything. And it's just like, we need to stop this. But sometimes people send them ones, it'll be like an American dude in like football pads and stuff. And it's like, it's happening to American football too. The wankers are out. <laughs> that, and of course, we rate dogs. You what? Dogs? We rate dogs. We rate dogs at a Twitter? Yeah. You never okay. seen We Rate Dogs? No, I got Cute Emergency. All right. Cute Emergency's not bad. Not bad? We, cute Emergency's amazing. Wait till you see We Rate Dogs. Okay. Because it's always- It's R-A-T-E, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. John Cena. John Cena. Comic-Con. Somebody asked a question, and he gave a rather- It's a hilarious answer in itself- but the fact that it's being asked by a kid makes the answer even more ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Oh, hold on, what was that for me again? What's your favorite food? <laughs> What's my favorite food? So you're thinking, okay, little kid asking a question. It's probably gonna give like you know, I pizza. like I like spinach. Oh God, I'm a bad role model. I thought I'd be like, yeah, pizza, kid. Everybody loves pizza. Yeah, lots of it. Extra pepperoni, kid, and donuts. Yes, and alcohol. All right, here's Cena's answer. Um, well, if I were to have Nicole stand up this time, I couldn't show you. He just did a challenge. Yeah. He said if she could stand up at this time, I could show you. I could show you. That's what I thought he said. Don't worry. You're going to get that in 15 years and it's going to be fun. Don't 
somewhere you're going to get that in 15 years and it's going to be funny. Yeah. Yeah, here's the problem, John. That kid's going to ask dad, why the, is it funny now? On the way home. Yes. Can you, right. And like, yeah, you can't explain to a kid, yeah. I don't even want to say it. No. Like, it's a funny thing to say. Like, don't get me wrong. But I'm not a parent. I don't know what that would be like if I'm a parent. It's brutal. I'd be like, you stupid mother blanker. Yeah. I hope, I can only hope that the Undertaker comes out of nowhere and kicks your ass. <laughs> All right, here's more of that clip. <laughs> I'm kidding. Totally kidding. The damage is done, Cena. Yeah. The damage is done. I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> no, you wouldn't, Daniel. You're a more responsible human being. Try, stop kissing up to John Cena. Yeah, and then what is Bree worried that like, oh well, my man does that too? Yeah. Like, what are we showing off now for the kids? <laughs> he likes to dive down there as well. Uh huh. <laughs> and right there, he dropped the mic. He loves steak and vegetables. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like that Nikki Bell is like, you know what? Here's a real answer, child. Yeah. Right, because she's the most uncomfortable one in there. It's about her privates. Then her sister has to chime in and be like, yeah, Brian does it too. Or Daniel. <laughs> My privates get done that way too. Right? And then it's like, she's like, he eats steak and vegetables. All right, kid? Yeah, kid. <laughs> you can have steak and vegetables. Don't listen to this guy. We don't know. We don't know what that kid's parents do. Maybe he can't have steak, Steve. <laughs> That's true. Maybe it's a vegan household. Oh, I just meant they couldn't afford steak. (laughs) There's always a good deal on a steak. You can afford a steak. Mom, is this field roast again? John Cena said we should be eating steak. Or whatever's between Nikki's legs. Right? Is there steak in between women's legs? Is that what John's talking about? What kind of steak's between her legs? (laughs) And what kind of vegetables? All right. Now, when you set this up, here's my impression of John Cena. Okay. I've heard, uh, I have heard basically, like, he hangs out, like, you know, he lives in Florida. Yeah. And maybe he hangs out at a golf course or something, like, in the clubhouse. Basically, the rule is you don't, like, he's very nice, he's very charming, but you don't leave your girlfriend around John Cena. Oh, okay. That's what I've always heard. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, there have been rumors in the past that, like, he hooked up with certain wrestlers' girlfriends, and then those wrestlers were soon dismissed from the WWE. Well, yeah, that makes sense. They're not John Cena. Which is funny, because there was a rumor, there's a guy... (laughs) This is going back to you calling board game players nerds, and I'm about to be like, there's a group called the Spirit Squad that is in the WWE that has made their way back recently because of the Dolph Ziggler storyline, but one of the guys in the Spirit Squad was dating Mickey James. Mickey James and eventually left him, for, and I could be screwing this. So forgive me if I don't have it. This is why I'm not doing a wrestling podcast. I don't remember everything. But then she left him because John Cena wanted a piece of Mickey James. He freaked, freaked out the guy soon after he was booted out of the WWE. Now he's back in the mix, and oddly enough, Mickey James is now back in the mix in NXT. Huh. So it's like, what the hell? Like, I guess they're like, well, I guess it's all good now because he's with Nikki Bella in, in the lunch down there. Yeah. Or maybe it's just like, I don't care. Like, we're over it. Let's just get back to the WWE and get paid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe the WWE's like, you know what? I think we've moved on. It's okay. Cena's got 
stuff going on. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm watching the, the, the Total Bellas show. My wife loves watching Total Divas, and now we watch Total Bellas, and I'm fine with it because it's always some fun peek behind the curtain of the WWE, especially now with Daniel Bryan. I, I love that guy, and he's, he's, he's rather entertaining. But the premise of uh, Total Bellas is Nikki, John Cena's girl, hurt her neck. She had neck surgery, which is all, all right. real-life stuff. Well, the, the, the Daniel and Bree were mo- moved into the house in Florida where John Cena lives, where she lives as well, to take care of her, to help her out because she can't lift a lot of things. And so they decided, oh, well, this will be a perfect opportunity to do a new reality show. All four of them living together. And for those that don't know, John Cena, one of the story arcs in the past episodes of Total B- D- Divas is that John Cena made Nikki Bella sign a contract, like a 30-page contract to move into the house. And that was like a big issue. What's in there? Like all these different rules. And like she she needed to sign it and agree to it. And I think it was also kind of like a, a dating prenup in a sense. All right. Because he had a bad divorce apparently. So he doesn't want to ever get married and doesn't want any kids and none of that stuff. He just wants to have dinner between her legs and have her sign contracts to live. I have seen the episode a couple years ago of, of Total Divas where she was like, he like made this giant romantic thing to like meet her on a dock or a pier in like California just to be like, yeah, I mean, nothing's going to happen. We're not getting married, but I really like you. Yes. And it was like, I, even I was like, as a dude, was like, bro, why go through all that just to be like, I really like you? Like, you seems like you kind of set that girl up there. So here's now... It's like the the douchey level, and I, I if if this is not real, I don't understand why a guy who's trying to come off as makes him look like a colossal of wrestling would sign off on this because it just makes him look like a colossal dick. All right, like so he's got the contract now. They move in. Apparently, he has this thing where he likes to have dinner every night, but everyone has to wear like formal wear to have dinner Jesus in the house. Christ, like they're obsessed with Danton Abbey, and they like to have like. Tea. That sounds awful. It sounds terrible. So while they're having dinner, and mind you, they're all in suits, formal dresses, and like fancy dinner, fancy silverware. They sit down. Before they even eat, John Cena decides to lay out the rules of living in his house. And this is awesome on the most douchey level. These are the house rules. It's very simple. The formal dinner once every week, usually on Wednesday. Respect the house as if it was your own. And if your own habits are leaving your towels on the floor, not attending to your laundry, not making your bed every day, then change your habits and respect ours. Now, I believe that Ted would not be able to live there. No. Steve wouldn't either. No. Dinner every Wednesday. All right, it continues. Every evening, when formal dinner is over, the ladies will retreat to the drawing room, which is upstairs. The men will retreat to the cigar room. Every morning, we will have morning coffee together. We will have an evening fire outside. Trash. Trash is picked up every Monday. There are four 62-gallon trash cans. That says recycle. The doors. To shut. Shut. Lift. This place. Yeah, he's showing them how to open and close doors. I don't understand, like... I mean, how it's not hard to look throughout history and, like, well, all the fancy people, it's like, oh, look at their lives, and generally it's messed up stuff on the inside. <laughs> yes! Right? And this is not a guy who was born like this. What You know what I mean? Like, he grew up and a modest living family situation. In Massachusetts, right? Right, yeah. So it's not like as if, like, okay, I give him a pass because this is the only world that he knows. He's creating this world. And, like, the, the fun of having a fire with your buddies is like, hey, man, you want to have a fire tonight? Not like, 
We will retreat to the fire now and enjoy ourselves. Yes. And I like, after dinner, the ladies will retreat upstairs and the men will go to the cigar room. To the drawing room. Is that what he said? Let me go back. I'll find it. Go draw? (laughs) And then change your habits and respect ours. Every evening, before dinner is over, the ladies will retreat to the drawing room, which is... Yeah, they go to the drawing room, which I believe is upstairs. Upstairs, the men will retreat to the cigar room. Why is Dan- I mean, Daniel Bryan's a grown-up. <laughs> he looks miserable. Why like, did he even agree to move into this dude's house? Dude, at, by the end of the episode, he was ready to move out. Like, he's like, I can't do this. Like, yeah. It was so bad. One of the rules is that his dog can't even come into the house. It has to stay in the guest house because it sheds too much. All right, here you got more of it. John Cena. Every morning, we'll have morning coffee together. We will have an evening fire outside. Trash. Trash is picked up every Monday. There are four 62-gallon trash cans. That says recycle. The doors. To shut. Shut. Lift. This place is on three lakes. There are gators, and you walk towards one, you get what you deserve. If you guys are going to be up late, please text me or tell me, because this is a shoot for a state, and I have a lot of guns. What? Are you serious? You need to text him if you're staying up late because he's not going to think, oh, I have a bunch of house guests. They might be hanging out having fun in this miserable home. No, it could be an intruder. I'm just going to go down there and shoot them. I don't care if they look like my sister-in-law and Daniel Bryan. I'm shooting them dead. I mean, your house is very neat, and there's clearly like a, a routine to what you and your wife do. Yeah, but my like, wife does, yeah. Like when I crash there, it's not like... Do this or that. It's like, yeah, man, just turn off the TV when you come upstairs or like go outside if you're going to smoke weed, right? Like, I can't, I can't imagine you being like, uh, so after dinner at 10, you have to go to bed and like, enjoy, like go to bed and enjoy it, Ted. Like, this is insane. And if you're not going to go to bed, text me and let me know. I need to be aware if you're staying up and watching television because I have guns and it's a shoot for a state. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, that part... I'm going to that again because that part is so colossally effed up. Guys are going to be up late. Please text me or tell me because this is a shoot for a state and I have a lot of guns. Does he not know there's two extra people living in his home? Right. Like, I mean, right? Can you, I can't imagine you waking up and being like, I'm going to shoot. Like, it's me, Steve. It's me. You know I'm in the base or downstairs. <laughs> I'm just watching television. I got high and I wanted to watch more TV. Sorry I forgot to text you. I did eat some of the almond butter. Is that what this is about? Yes. I told you specifically. <laughs> After 10 o'clock, you do not eat the almond butter. Yeah, I feel kind of like, and I and I don't disagree with my wife. I understand why she doesn't want people wearing shoes in the house. It's just, you know, because she's a clean freak. That's not that weird. But I even feel weird telling people that. And it's like not, I understand it, but I'm like, hey, if you don't mind, please take the shoes off. And nobody's ever like, oh, that's weird. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, 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 no problem. But that's a common rule. Right. Not, it's not like I've never been over, I just can't imagine you being like, hey, man, seriously. Like, and don't forget, we're up at... Whatever time, we're going to have our vinegar drink together. And then... Right? And then we're going to retreat to the guest room, and we're going to play some video games. Yeah. And uh, after that, Lulu's going to retreat to the outside to go poop. Yeah. And then we're going to reconvene at 10 to say goodnight to each other. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's insane. It's nuts. The best part was during the episode, they're like, hey... They also said, do not wear your shoes in this house. It was like a big rule. All right. So then they're like, hey, we're having a formal dinner, so make sure you dress up nice. So everyone shows up. In shoes. 
except for <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Bree, didn't wear shoes. Like Daniel's walking around barefoot in a suit, and they're like, and he's like, "What? You said not to wear shoes." And they're like, "Oh no, you just got to wear clean shoes for the formals." I can't even fathom that formal dinners, and then just—I mean—that sounds honestly, that sounds miserable. Now, if, if if John Cena says, "Hey, come over for dinner. This one's gonna be a little dressy, but we're gonna smoke cigars later. Maybe have a fire." Like. That sounds fun. Once in a blue moon, absolutely. But the way he like barked those orders at mm-hmm. me, I'm like, mm, f no. Like I'm not going over there. And it was great. At some point during the episode, and again, I, know, I don't. We take a grain of salt because it's a reality show. But they, someone brought up, "Hey, we're all intimidated by you." And, he goes, and it's almost like he goes, "Why?" And it's like I got intimidated from my chair in my house. I'm like, yeah, I'm scared now. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't seem like a very fun person. No. I met him once, and like Sid and I were talking about that because she met him with me when we did an interview many, many years ago. I guarantee he was nice. The nicest. Dude, I met him once. Like, before I... Uh, Christ, that'd be like 14 years ago in Baltimore. He yeah. couldn't be better. I mean, he's a true professional. Yeah. So, right. So, he's not... I, he, I think he's just a little insane. He's <laughs> just a tad? Yeah. <laughs> just a tad. And, like, Text maybe me. you don't need a real... Like, you don't... Like, for a guy like John Cena, like, at this point, like, listen, man, just... Get rid of her. Like, you you obviously, like, you probably should cycle through girlfriends every six months that like this weird schedule. Right. And you know what? They probably shouldn't be with you longer than six months because at the six-month mark, that's when you've officially been creepy. Like, okay, yeah. am I going to be allowed to leave this house? Like, do I have to wear, like, some kind of a weird, like, shock collar? You know, she's got yeah. a neck brace on. For all we know, it's not even a neck issue. It's a shock collar. That way he knows when she leaves. I mean, it very well could be, dude. Yeah, you can't leave past this point. Oh, and if you're gonna, I'm gonna shock you. Mm-hmm. There's alligators and an electric fence. And it's a shoot first date. I will shoot you if I, if you don't tell me you're stepping foot on the lawn. Yeah, it's a shoot first date. Walk towards one, you get what you deserve. And that part, too. If you don't close the doors and an alligator comes in and eats you, you get what you blanking deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, we should probably get out of here. Should we text John to let him know we're out of here? <sighs> and again, like you said, I remember when he was here filming American Grit, everybody that I heard from that encountered him at restaurants in the, in the Puyallup area, because that's where a lot of it was, uh, that's where he was based out of. It was like a little bit outside of Puyallup where they filmed it. Everybody said, great tipper, super nice. I don't doubt any of that. Right. He just I, he just seems a little crazy to live with. Yeah. You got to sign a contract, and you got to text me when you stay up late. And that's fair. I know a lot of people that I like, but I would never live with them. I couldn't live with John Cena. No. Not that I was planning on it, but... <laughs> I know. I like how I'm like so angry, too. Like, you know what, John Cena? I'm not staying at your house. The funny part is, sucker, if we did an interview with John Cena today, and he's like, hey, guys, if you want, come spend the night. <laughs> you and I both would be like, all right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Are we going to do, like, the cigar and, and fire thing? I'll get a new suit. I'm buying some new shoes. Dress shoes. Dress shoes. All right, Ted, let's get out of here. We'll close all the doors. Because <laughs> otherwise we're going to get what I, we blanking deserve. Yeah. All right, I got to get running. It's time to go find out if my sperm works. Good luck, Steve. That's got to be nerve-wracking. It's very weird. I feel like I've had a poo the entire podcast. Oh, and I don't have to. It's just nerves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that next week. Ah, it's only one, you know, giant important thing in your life. You'll yeah. be fine. All right, let's get 10. <laughs> hey, look, I got to make a weird bet. I'm the nervous one. Here we go. Oh, come on, Steve.
Follow us on Twitter at the Megacast. Yay, yay.